Welcome to another episode of the Give Us a Spell podcast. My name's Zach, uh, here to talk about some of the good autumn racing happening across Sydney. And I had to play on with that uh, race there, the Shelby 66 win. That's just been a ridiculous story in the last four or five races for it, going from a highway, coming second in the challenge, winning the McCartan, winning... Uh, winning on the weekend in the Galaxy, and then they've put their hand up for a bit of action in the TJ, which is fucking amazing. Um, Tom, I think that was a better in, uh, opening song or audio compared to Eagle Rock. That sort of failed me the last two weeks. Yeah, much better, mate. Uh, sounds to my ears. Um, seeing Danny Williams uh, put a tweet out after the races, uh, my boss and my boss Haley and me, we caught up with Danny Williams walking out, and he's still getting smart. Um, people coming up to him, hugging him and celebrating him with him. Even the security guard got a photo with him. <laughs> and just he literally had the biggest grin you ever see because he, 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 could, he still couldn't believe it. You saw in the interviews after the race and still a couple of hours after trying to leave, he still just didn't believe that he won a group one. It was, um, it was just great. It was, it was a really good day seeing like, um, the start with like very elegant, all of a sudden getting beaten a bit of shock there. And then Anna my braining him going on to like golden slipper, um, seeing Portelli, um, his horse missed the kick and have been caught up and still managed to run through and Crazy. beat him. And, and then to Shelby, and Shelby was pretty much the highlight of the day too. So, mate, it was unreal. It, it was a really good day, really good slipper day. That I thought we were in a bit of trouble when I got to the track at about 7 a.m. and it was piercing down. Yeah. But, um, mate, it, it turned out to be a really good day. Uh, I, I really enjoyed myself. For if you, if you want to see that, um, I've retweeted it, but look at Tommy's there. You can look at Give Us a Spell or Tom's Twitter, T. Wider. Uh, on Twitter, he's got a little photo there with um, Haley, who runs STC at Sky, and Danny Williams and the security guard. So it's a fucking amazing story. For Danny's very emotional, and then he was even putting out the chat that, you know, give him a slot. Could we actually see him in the Everest, Tom, or is that a piss take? Mate, they beat Nature's Trip last start. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna see him in a TJ. So, I think if he um, runs up to some of those, and we and we're in a wet track on Everest day, then mate, there'd be definitely worse chances than um, Shelby. Shelby. Yeah, the problem's going to be trying to find nine lead up runs to get Shelby fit, like uh, he's been having now, because he just keeps running the house down, and every <laughs> runner, he, every run, he just gets fit up. It's crazy. It's crazy. So a couple of the – I put a little video out because our, our mail did pretty well, Coe and yourself, and um, did pretty well on the weekend. Midway, not much dice there. Mazu was enormous. It actually drifted out to $1.95. It got into as short as like $1.60, but one amazingly – Brilliant ride from Clippo. Uh, really good win. Obviously, no compromise one. You gave that a good push. And Kohai liked Shorefire, which came second, but no compromise one at eight bucks. You had that on top. That was a nice one. Koei gave your horse a really good push in Monigal, which was $14 when we tipped it on the last podcast. It came into as much as seven bucks, and it was a huge win. I know you both backed it. Um, I think you probably both got about the 14s. Koei did. I know that. So that was a good win by Monigal. Montefilia got the best of Very Elegant. From memory, I think you gave Montefilia a little bit of a push, like to, yeah, if there was anything to upset Very Elegant, that was your on top of you reckon? Yeah, yeah. I just thought um, 
it's first up run was good and she was always going to improve from that. But to do what she did very elegant, I don't think anyone could have predicted. I thought it, it might have been her getting a very elegant on the line or being somewhat close to her. But she, um, no, really impressive. And David um, Payne gave her a good rap beforehand as well. So she's definitely one to keep your eye on for the next few weeks. Yeah, so it wasn't, um, it wasn't like... A horrible run from Very Elegant. People get get upset because they literally put it in every multi. But um, she was good. Animo was huge. Animo, I think, was like an amazing win. Uh, I think you might have liked to converge. I think Animo was in a few of mine. Coey liked Animo. A good question that's getting pondered, I guess, a horrible spot to be in for James McDonald. Who will J-Mac ride uh, in the Queen Elizabeth? He's obviously the number one rider for Very Elegant and for Animo. And they're pretty much going to go toe-to-toe. Does he... To me, I assume he just stays with Waller and rides very elegant, do you reckon? Yeah, well, it's actually... I think the word is he's already chosen very elegant. I think that's been said or maybe it hasn't been confirmed, but it it feels like that's what um, has happened because there's Zaki as well, and you could definitely be chasing Zaki, but it seems like Jamie Carr will ride Zaki, J-Mac on very elegant, and who knows on Animo, I think. We well, make the weight on Animo as well. I don't know what weight um, Animo might get for a Queen Elizabeth um, as a three-year-old, but maybe that's um, answered the question for him. But yeah, very like it, you say, it's a tough um, question to have. It's a good one to have exactly. three champion horses. Yeah. You'd be um, wrapped with any of them riding in a Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> what a shit spot to be in for him. Gets the choice of three amazing ponies. Um Animo, yep, for Forbidden Love, won the George Ryder. Coey was all over that. I liked it as well. Colette, people were sort of dissing Colette, saying it's a bit of a, I don't know, a bit of a fake rope because everyone really gets around it when it's a heavy. It ran all right. It came second. It hung on for second, which it wasn't in the best spot either. Um, the Golden Slipper, this was an interesting one. Sickening, I had She's Extreme, just a place in a huge multi, which was the only thing that lost. That kills me. I'm still upset. Uh, you gave Best of Bordeaux a good push, which hung on for second. Um, but Fireburn, Tommy. Gary Portelli wins another one. Brenton is back riding as good as ever since his injury. Copped an absolute fucking really bad check. What was it, like the 500-meter mark or 600-meter mark? And then flew like that last 200 meters, just like the gap opened. Yeah, um, actually... I backed three horses in the race. The um, best of Bordeaux was my main bet, and then I had something on Cool and Gatter and Fireburn, and of course I didn't have the trifecta at all. I backed all three, and um, yeah, didn't have the trifecta. But the reason I backed Fireburn was because of the the wet track, and uh, it just got through it so well. And even as you said, that check um, was pretty bad, but still just. Had plenty of horse under him um, at Duller and did so well to win. Um, would have loved to see Sir Jordan in the same sort of position, but he, uh, Collett sort of got mixed up with him and he had the choice to ride Fireburn or Sir Jordan and he chose Sir Jordan. And I think Sir Jordan's out now. It's not going to the size because I think it uh, got um, cut in the uh, paddock. Yeah. So um, it's gone out for a little bit. And yeah, it would have been interesting if Sir Jordan had a bit a different path. But that's that's why I went best of Bordeaux originally was because there's just so much dramas and slippers and um, horses can get caught up and best of Bordeaux gave a damn good sight and almost got there but yeah full credit to Fireburn just best wet tracker but Portelli just gets these two year olds right and right, ready to go on the day and Rebel Dane the sire I think there was a year that he only served seven or maybe eleven 
horses. He's mm. really been struggling lately, but now he's um, obviously going to start flying again because he's got a golden slipper winner. Yeah, I'll play. I'll play the end of it because I just want to hear the hear the call again. I really thought um, Cooling Gatter was going to loom up, but we'll grab Flindell. Then came Sweet Ride from Lady Laguna. Cooling Gatter being called upon, running on. Best of Bordeaux just in front of Dormier, but Cooling Gatter's giving chase. Best of Bordeaux bravely in the lead from Cooling Gatter. So that it was literally the hundred meter arc. It was still third or fourth, and then just absolutely just split them up the middle. Um, I thought Cooling Gatta might have got there. It kind of loomed, didn't it, around the two hundred meter mark or whatever? But obviously ran pretty well for third. Still hung up. Still fuck it. It was a dollar ninety a place. But yeah, pretty awesome, eh? Yeah, I think on a good track, I think Cooling Gatta does really, really well and probably puts him to bed there. But yeah, full credit Fireburn, best wet tracker, and. Um, as I said, Gary Portelli just gets him so right on the day, his two-year-olds. The Galaxy, where Shelby 66 won, amazing. It was about seven bucks. Big parade, which was pretty bloody good. Um, it only just lost. Shelby 66 literally just got there on the line. In the Congo was strong. Overpass was there. Uh, Brooklyn Hustle. There was a bunch of these. I even thought Paulelli might run well. Run well. Didn't. Away game at seventh, but... We've mentioned Shelby 66. That was awesome. And then in the last, it was M&8 that got the chockies there. I wasn't on that. Didn't see it. How many... Knocked me out of the quaddy. Yeah. Um, I left Shelby 66 out of the quaddy, which was pretty sickening. I had a bunch in that, and I also had the last leg. I had M&8, but fuck. I just thought, surely you can't win a Group 1 Galaxy, and then he just takes a piss. And I had big parade, too, at 15s. But that's the game. All right, we got Rose Hill again this week, and then following that, it's uh, the kickoff of the champs, which is all the really um, like my favourite races, to be honest. Back at Randwick for those two weekends, but we kick off with the midway this week, and Dalalat is the fave. James McDonald on for Nathan Doyle. What a surprise! Four bucks more Sundays is there. Huey Bowman's riding for Kavanagh. Two up is going around again. Back to uh, I think. Last start in the heavy, ran really well, but it got beaten by Invincible Kiss somehow at fives. And then we go straight to, oh, Straub's back, and Pikey's aboard for Nathan Doyle. Straub was one that had really big wraps on it when it first came out. It's been a massive spell. It's, whatever, close to 300 days, I think. So it's a 283-day spell for Straub. That's at tens, and then a bunch of others at yeah, double figures. Thoughts? Do you give Straub a chance, first up? Uh, yeah, um, its trial was actually pretty good. It uh, trialed with... Maggie B, I think, yeah, both did really well. Strawbar, Pikey board's going to be really interesting as well. Um, it's wet track, um, is form isn't too bad. It's had a win on the heavy. So, look, I can see it doing pretty well, but maybe maybe just watch the run. Uh, I thought Delahat was really good first up um, in, in the similar conditions and the wet, and I think looks like we're getting a, a lot more rain again before Saturday. So I think we're going to be on a genuine heavy again and... Yeah, I'm going to stick with Dallahad, or as Darren calls it, the big D. He's uh, got a share in it, Mr. Flindell. So, um, yeah, interesting to see how it goes. Another one tampering. He, he uh, did so well in a few highways last preparation. So, interesting to see tampering come back. I think it'll win a, in, uh, win a midway um, again for Kerry Parker. But, yeah, there's a couple there. Margie, Margie B's on a source around that $17. And, yeah. Um, even even a few longer shots like Holy Rain and uh, Defeat as well like can run pretty well. But, mate, how hard are those midways? <laughs> the torture. I 
I like Tua, and for the fact that, you know, you look on the heavy, it's had four starts for four placings. It's there to win, and its last start, it was pretty good. It was a heavy nine or ten that day when it lost to Invincible Kiss, and it only lost by less than a length. I think it's a good chance, six bucks into fives, but literally, like you said, there's a bunch there that can bloody win. Um, the Schweppervescence, one of the hardest spelling names, uh, named races out there, is race two, 1,400 metres, and Boyfriend is the fave. Brenton's aboard for Gerald and Sterling. That's at 480 in from six bucks. They got Williamsburg as well, so they got the top two in the market. Um, at six dollars, Karen rides for uh, rides on Williamsburg. Miss Verberge is there at six fifty. El Padrino, Jamie Carr's over here, so she's riding. That's seven fifty. Moco, Tommy's riding for the Freedmans at seven fifty. And Mumbai Jewel is the first one at double figures. Gerald and Sterling got the top two faves here. Yeah, for Aquas. Really interesting race. There's a lot of different form. I've, I've been a big fan of Mumbai Jewel and sort of went off the boil one run, but then placed last start. It's not too bad. Another Aquas one with Afa Gardo Girl for Casey Fogden. Uh, seems like a good horse there. One I want to say is J-Mac and uh, Annabelle Nation in Basmati. This horse can really... Uh, sort of run on and I, I really like this horse and McDonald on the $17 pop always lights up the eyes and Duff gave a bit of a push for Yankee Hustle on form line uh, Collett was meant to ride and it sort of had some good form um, finishing hitting the line strong with Miss Fabergé and Miss Fabergé $6.50 where uh, Yankee Hustle's $21 so depending on that jockey uh, Yankee Hustle might be a bit of a bet too but um, yeah I'm going to have something on Best Marty Basmati. I thought even like Affogato Girl, a girl might be a good one, like you said, but it's won a couple, yeah. I think, and it won a he- one on the heavy at Gold Coast, one on the heavy at Newcastle. Casey Fogden, Clippo, I think maybe it's a decent price at 12 bucks. But um, all right, race three is the Neville Selwood. We'll chuck in Furphy as well. The Neville Selwood. Uh, Mount Popper, Pikey, $3.20 in from three seventy is the fave for the Hawks. Polly Gray's there, Tommy and Chris Waller at sevens. We've got Skylab at eights. We've got Monigal backing up again. Well, drawn barrier 12. Rachel's on again. This time it's eight bucks. Um, coming off obviously the good win last week. Yonkers is there. 850. It's been back from 13. J Max aboard. We all know Yonkers has drawn 14. Has one in the heavy. Then you've got Maximel, Spirit Ridge, and a bunch of others. Thoughts for this one? Interesting. There's a couple of horses coming from the group one. Um, Polly Gray, Mount Pop, uh, Maximal coming back from Melbourne. Really interesting. Blue Soldier as well. Um, getting out, out of that group one field in, in a wet track would be interesting, but even Yonkers. But yeah, I think I'm going to be with Monigal again. Um, stepping up again for third week in a row. Maybe just got that Shelby form a uh, bit about it, but it's on at Rose Hill. I, I seems to like Rose Hill really well. Um, Monaco and Rachel King, King aboard, just doing so good. So I think Monaco will run well. Skylab's one of mine as well, and I, I probably have a bit little bet on it because it always runs so well. Polly Gray, Tommy on is going to be a big danger as well as Mount Popper. But yeah, Monaco for me. Monaco go back to back. Skylab was obviously awesome uh, at Rose Hill last one as well. Um, the Tullock is race number four, 2,000 metres of the best, and Sword Point is the fave. It's been backed well with James aboard. It's 8.50 into fives. Characters there for Godolphin at 6.50. Paternal, 10s into seven for Huey Bowman's aboard there for Waller at sevens. Then you've got Morris's Me Dad at eights. Regal line, money from the sky. Good money for the fave, Sword Point. Mate, um, this is a great derby lead-up. So many horses win this race and then go on to win the derby next week. Uh and I've seen Murray Baker do it so many times, and he'll be desperate to do this again because he's this is his last year of training. 
Yeah, he would love to go out on a winner, and he's done so well with horses like Jon Snow, Aegon, um, uh, the one a couple of years ago, Quick Thinker, he did really well with. So um, I'm I'm really keen on some of these New Zealand form, the one and the two here, White Noise, but Regal Ryan finished really strong, and I might even back it for the derby now because it's going to be wet, and these Kerry horses seem to like it so well. So I'm going to have some um, regal line. Uh, money for the Sky finished strong the other day at Goldburn, really good. Maurice and my dad coming off some great form. Wouldn't be surprised, but the big the big worry, I think, is character. Tommy Berry um, in Godolphin colours is... Um, Sens have been targeting this race. James coming for a while. Good win first up, and a really good run uh, coming third last start as well. So... They're the worries, but I'm going to go something that on. Regal Lion and maybe back both the, the Derby next week as well. Regal Lion. Nash aboard and tens. All right, uh, up to the Emancipation. And Anavisto is down here, or up here. Uh, $3.10 in from three fifty. Jamie Carr's aboard for Mick Price. Kiss on all four cheeks was going to be going around, I believe, at Mooney Valley Friday night, but it looks like it's going to be running at Rose Hill, and Zara is going to be riding. It's already been back, six fifty to four forty. Promise of success, Karen McAvoy, John O'Shea, five fifty. Uh, Nimalee, weirdly, open nine, got out to 12, back into 9.50. Expat's there, we know expat. Uh, Hungry Heart, not sure what's going to be happening there. No jock, might not run. Mirror Vision at 16. We're halfway through the card, and Koai's decided to show up. So, Koai, you can kick things off with this race, mate. What do you think? Decided to show up. Here we go. <laughs> um, <laughs> had to be on the tools, boys. Um, <clears throat> so, let's start with Ana Vista. I like I've, I've watched that replay of it down south. Uh, the quote just I, – I'm, I'm no Tim Ryan or any of the traders, but I genuinely think that's just 310. Like, I can't take that or entertain that at all. I just I just think the racing up here has been far classier, superior, put it whichever way you want. Uh, it's just been stronger all round, I think. So I think that price has to drift, has to drift come race day. So I, I shan't be touching it. Um, subsequently, because of that – huge push on it i mean like there's some proper overs in this race so you know you, across the field you could go expat 11 bucks kick who 17 yeah, Kiku. mirror vision 16 like all those double digit quotes i mean they've got their genuine chances they you know they're right up to this and you know all of them can handle the wet and etc etc so i can't really put a pen through them but i'm gonna land with promise of success I've been on this, mm. you know, Philly for for a little while now, and I think five fifty, perfect. Its last two runs, like the Coolmore and the, I think it was the Trisco, was it Tommy? It was. It, it's been good. It's been really good, and just the fact that it's on the heavy deck, Rose Hill seems to suit. I'm all about it, and I'm, I'm thinking that there is going to be a fair bit of genuine tempo up front, rather than the speed speed map kind of suggests, which is Anavisto and Expat. Those two only know one way, and that's forwards and there's a couple in between those horses that definitely could kick up, try Vi for some decent position. And if that were to be the case, it definitely opens up for the swoopers and promises success is one of them. And I'm willing to take another chance on it at 550. Tommy, you're going to give a push for Kiku. I know it's one of yours. 26s into 17s. You don't often see J-Mac on a horse at 17s. Yeah, mate. It's, and it's been solid. It's run second, third, fifth, third in some pretty high stakes race. So, look, I, I can see it doing well. Everyone Crone um, missed the Coolmore this year, but I definitely can see the two of them running pretty well. Just reading about Kiss on all four cheeks, I think the rain's probably going to get to it, and it seems like it'll 
it won't run on Saturday and it'll look just towards the Doncaster where I get 51 kilos next week. So you think with that coming out, Anavisto probably even goes in shorter. Mm. Uh, we've seen a couple of Melbourne horses really sort of firm in the market, but I, I got to um, question it. Uh, one I really like is Expat still. Um, I, I don't think you ran too bad in the Coolmore. It sort of just got tied the last sort of 100 metres. And um, I think with the rail out a little bit more after a slip of a run last week, I think it might be suited to a couple of on pace horses. And there's none uh, better like expat, but um, as Kelly said, there is Angelic to cause a bit of a stir like it did um, in the Coolmore. But I, I just think expat's all speed and can run really well. And I think that run last week will fit in it right up and um, can run it run on again and get $11 where it was $5 in the Coolmore. So give me some expat, but wouldn't be surprised if um, a couple others run really well in Kiku, Crone, even Mirror Vision uh, was really so- solid finishing off the other day. All right, so expert eleven bucks probably expect some little deduction, not little, probably decent deductions if Kiss on all four cheeks doesn't run. The Doncaster Prelude or Prelude is race six, fifteen hundred meters. Our Playboy is fave. Jamie Carr aboard for Mick Price. It's four bucks now. Was four eighty. Mister Mozart five fifty to four forty. Good win. Last start at Rose Hill. Uh, beating never been kissed. We got Just Folk there at sixes. Brutality is going around. Imaging Arameo Dajran. Pretty good race, Tommy. Yeah, mate. Very good. Um. Just say, like, I would have been very excited about um, Just Folk if uh, if Collett wasn't injured. Um, sad to see that in the midweeks where Collett's, I think, got yeah. a broken collarbone maybe and we're not going to see him for a few weeks. So, which is a shame because he had a nice book of rides. He's just ridden another two Group 1 winners and taking his tally to four and doing really well. So, um, that ride he had on Montefilia was uh, outstanding on Saturday and, He's right, right in the peak of his uh, riding career, and it's going to take a few months off. But that's the game we've seen Abdullah come back and win, and hopefully we can see Jason do the same. Mate, um, it's a real tough one. Our playboy was really strong, and it's going to improve second up. Mr. Mozart running pretty well. I know Duff and Brad Gray pushing Imogen on form line after its trial running really well. Arameo, I'd like if it wasn't on a wet track. Dajan, um, we've seen the hype around it. One I want to push is Coast Watch. I think I think it was really good first up winning in Melbourne. Things went off the boil here, and it's a good light, um, uh, last start. But it's a good lightweight chance. Kieran McAvoy on, and I, I think the three year olds aren't too too bad this year, and um, can maybe cause an upset. I yeah, and I think Wallace just taking his time with this, and maybe can do something with this horse. So. Little um, we're on Coast Watch, and then if a few leaders getting up, you you might look at something like Ashman or now Waller's got the front man. It can lead, and at big odds, it might be a go thirteen dollars a place the front man. All right, um, Coey, imaging. Uh, it's a horse that I've never found. Like it's such a it's such a non winner. Waller's obviously kept it safe, and you know, like it it's been running in stakes grade for so long, and I haven't seen him do enough. Definitely be backing it at this yeah. stage. Obviously, money has come for it and everything else, but yeah, it's not one of mine. So I'm just going to steer clear of that. Couple of note. I, I get Tommy's right with the three year olds. I, I I genuinely think that this race is wide open. I think it, just the fact that they're going to be carrying 53, give or take, brings them right into the market. Special reward is carrying 58 and a half. And I think, yeah, with that weight, I just don't see it figuring, and the price definitely reflects. Uh, Arameo, yeah, probably wants a dry deck. It's drawn 13 as well, which is awful. Just Folk, 
I would have given a half a chance, but it's drawn the absolute car park, so definitely not mine. Yeah, the, after all that, considering, I think, brutality, I just kind of land on it. I think it, all it needs to do is run a similar race to the Villiers where it won and already qualified for the Donny. So there is a little bit of de- a genuine tempo up front with, you know, Dodge Run definitely shooting forward from four. Mr. Mozart will probably try and cross from wide. I'm hoping that there, there is going to like Ashman, Ashman could definitely be thereabouts as well. If there is an absolute three wide, four, four wide run, uh, line coming into the turn, something like brutality, it's drawn really well for a change. It's drawn six. I don't think it has to go right out the back, which it has in the past and it rattles home real well. From barrier six, I think ideally I want to see him kind of three or four back, one out, cover. And then let the uh, leaders just fight it out. Come to the top of top of the turn, just peel wide, just shoot for home. And I think the swoopers definitely have a chance in this. And six fifty to find out. I think it's, it's a great price. And not to pop the Melburnians once again, much like the race before. But I just don't know about our, our player boy. A little bit of question mark in my eyes. So I'm just going to stay away from that fav- favoritism and back six fifty brutality. All right, first leg of the quaddy. I would love to get a quaddy. Tommy, you got a nice fucking quaddy down in Melbourne, standing out Zaki and somehow having that 50-to-1 horse in the last. That was um, pretty ballsy. Um, very nice. <laughs> was very nice. The Tancred, 2,400 metres. It's Duas, isn't it? Duas? They, they emphasise the S. Deus. Deus, whatever. Um, Duas, I know. That's the fave. Uh, that gave me a great win last start. Uh, this is 290, though, this time. Josh Parr's aboard. Ed Cummings, 340 to 290. Spanish Mission is there at four bucks. Think it over. A little bit of a drift to 420. And then we go straight to double figures. So She's Ideals at 10. Stockman's there. The Chosen One, Shiraz, Great House. They're all there. Look, I, I reckon it can probably go back to back. This Duas, you reckon, Tom? Yeah, I'm really interested to see what happens with the track. Like, if, if we get even get a there's meant to be a bit more rain tonight and a bit tomorrow, and we are going to be on that genuine heavy, which I, I think might affect Dewis. Um, its run was huge, and I think it'll only improve from that run. But I just have questions on a, on a heavy track, and if we're going to be on a heavy track, I, I've got a question on a few of these. I think Spanish Mission uh, looks really good, but again, just a question on the heavy track. I think Stockman. I think Stockman's really good on the wet track, a genuine um, proper mudder. Yeah, I think it runs really well here. Um, I know the Chosen One's going to run well for Murray Baker again as well. But Stockman's just the one I land on here and can really step up through the grades. Joe Pride caught it one of the best horses he's had in his stock at one point. So uh, he's obviously got a good opinion. And I followed this horse all the way through, and I think he looks really good in a race like this. So, yeah, Stockman for me. And saying that, there's some there's some class above it. Dea, Spanish Mission, think it over. But, yeah, it's all dependent on that heavy track. What do you reckon, Kelly? Um, you're getting magpies to pick uh, your tips for you in the background there. <laughs> oh, you bet. Um, I genuinely think, though, I think there is question marks over Dias, Dewis, whatever we want to call it, um, about the heavy track. But you have to look back. Like, two starts back, it ran in the Chipping Norton, right? On a heavy deck, a really heavy deck, and very elegant one by a bit over a length and a half. I think that, I think that merits a fair bit. Um, I think – and. I know it's 290. That win in the Australian Cup, Dennis Flemington, enormous, enormous. Like, I can't take anything away from it. And I, I genuinely think that it will win this race. Um, the wet surface definitely, I reckon, anyway, will push something like Spanish Mission out. Uh, at the moment, it's about four bucks. I just don't think it handles the heavy going. I think it wants to be on top of the ground. So I 
anticipate if you're a Spanish mission fan taking on the day, um, it'll probably, you know, I reckon it'll probably start sixes or sevens even. Think it over. It's an honest horse and, you know, we, we love that horse. I think it's given us plenty of Ws in this campaign and then the last campaign. So if you're a fan of it, definitely take it. But I see so much merit in Jewess's running down at Flemington. I think the 2400 just definitely suits. Speed map's a little bit of a query. I think Angel of Truth will lead. Spanish Mission could cross from the wide out, try and probably get a good posse. The rest of the thing, think it over, could push forward as well, might sit behind leaders. And if that, I think Jewess settles kind of midfield. Yeah, speed's going to be really interesting. But I, yeah, I'm with the short favourite here. Have to agree. All right, the Vinery is next. Equal faves, hinged. I like hinged. 550 to 420. Brenton's aboard for Walla. Gypsy Goddess. David Van Dyke's got Pikey aboard. Good win. Last start at Eagle Farm. Fangirls there at 550. We've got Pretty Amazing at 750. Never Been Kissed. A little bit of a drift to nine bucks. Then we go out to Yearning, which has been backed. It was $18 when it opened on Wednesday. It's now 10 A little bit of coin for Pink Ivory at 18s. And then we are out to bigger figures. Um, the Vinery, 2,000 metres of the best. Tommy, equal favourites up top. Are you with either of them? No, I'm probably going to go the third one. Uh, in Fangirl. Fangirl. Look, she, in the she got that win first up. Yeah, and she's been running on in the last two runs as well, and I think getting to that 2,000 is really going to suit her. I think it's a big, uh, bit of a staying test, and she she's the one always looking for a bit more ground. And I think at 2,000 uh, is going to be her distance, and similar to what we saw with Animo getting to the 2,000, I think we can see her do something here. So I'm going to go with Fangirl. In saying that, Gypsy Goddess, uh, really good first up, and... I really came to see Pikey on a back marker like Gypsy Good at, uh, Goddess in Sydney. So that's going to give a sight. Hinge has been super solid the last couple of runs. Uh, and one one I don't mind is pretty amazing. I think um, it's starting to test in the group ones. is going to be really good. Never been kissed with strong last start. And, yeah, Yearning's been backed and you can see why. Uh, third up, it's going to be ready to go at 2,000. But, yeah, I, I've got to be with Fangirl. Well, you, Coey? Um, I'm, I'm with Hinged. I've followed her all this campaign and got a nice W two starts back. I just see it. I've plenty of merit in stepping up into 2000 company. I just think that it's just the horse to beat. Big queries about Gypsy Goddess. Um, just only because it's coming out of a, there's no form line to match this horse up with anything. You know, it's coming out of just genuine three-year-old company and that's it and we haven't seen too many of them come down other than yeah likes of maybe star tontes of recent um and i just don't know how i i mean props to the you know hats off to the connections if they pull this win off because it'll be huge and i can only imagine the party that goes with it but yeah i just i just can't back it at 420 um yeah leave me out of that one so i'd rather take the um the sydney galloper that we're Far more familiar with that form line's really strong. I think um, all three, or not so much all three, Fangirl and Hinge come out of the same kind of class and form. So, which one do I take? Four twenty for Hinge. I think is generous with the the barrier it's drawn. It's drawn four. I think Brenton Abdullah clearly has an affinity and worked out this horse, this preparation. Got that uh, Group One from returning from injury. Uh, I really like it. I really really like it, and I think. Yeah, if there were to be um, runners that could possibly be, I think it will be the stable one. It's pretty amazing, like Tommy touched on, was huge winning that Kembla Classic. I think the fact that it was literally on the car park pretty much <laughs> when it was running for home at Goulburn 
it was pretty impressive. But saying all that, I, yeah, I want to be with Hinge here. Have to agree. I love Hinge. I didn't get the price that you got um, two starts ago, but two starts and three starts in the heavy, two wins, $4.20. I have to agree. Don't mind. Never been kissed. A little bit of a drift. No. Um, race number nine is the Star Kingdom Stakes. Fave is Maltai. If anyone didn't see Maltai's trial the other day, I don't know how many freaking lengths it was, but it was a good... Fuck, 10, 10 lengths. If you haven't said it's trial, do yourself a favor. I put it in the Facebook group. So jump in there and have a look. Um, Gravina is 350. So Mountai is $290. Quantico is at 9 bucks. We go straight out to 9 We've got Exo Boom there on the drift already, 750 to 12 And we're out to 13 bucks for Bandersnatch, Counter Rupees, Splintex, etc. Um, Mountai, Tom. So this was a trial the other day, which was 10.3 lengths. I've just looked up. In the heavy, pretty much, pretty insane, really. But Gravina, pretty bloody good horse, too. Yeah, Mautai was huge in the trial. I think it still needs one more scratching to get in the race, or is it now? I'm not too sure. Yeah, Casey's um, obviously got a plan with his Mautai, and it just did it easy in the trial the other day. But I think Ravina looks really good. It, it ran behind Shelby last start, and Shelby's obviously won a Group 1 since. So, obviously, that's the uh, form, and it's been doing pretty good since that first up win. So... I really like Ravina. Quantico, I would love in a race like this if we were on a dry track, but we're not. So I'm probably going to have to avoid Quantico. Counter Rupee, first up in Melbourne, just followed the wrong side of the pack, followed uh, Home Affairs and lost and running on the outside of the, um, on the Flemington Strait that was doing no good. So a uh, real red pen through it, and I think it can do a lot better. Arcado, we see returning, does really well first up. Kathy O'Hara on. Little long, um, Evan Shakiro first up as well, but one at really big odds, $151 prime star has one on a bog track like this before. It's had a few trials, didn't do much for start. I think it might maybe a, maybe a place bet there at 26 bucks. Richard and Michael Friedman has, I, I don't know, there's just something about it, but, um, yeah, just if it gets a real bog, then it, it might be worth a little spec, but. I've got to say, Gravina looks a really good bet here. All right. Um, Maltai does get a start with the two scratchings, Remarks out and Rustic Steals out, so that makes it 16. Um, Koei, who are you with? I like Gravina as well, but I, one of the odds, I'd, oh, I reckon we spec a little bit anyway, is Splintex. I think it's kind of – it's a weird one. It's I think it genuinely – can swim. Uh, it comes out of you know great stakes racing and this and the other. And the I guess the biggest, the funniest thing about it is who would have thought they would be following Shelby sixty six form lines? You know, like imagine going back six weeks ago and saying, oh, that's the form line we'll be looking at. And you go, what? What do you mean we're following that form line? But subsequently, Shelby beat Splintex in the challenge. I just genuinely think that it can handle the wet. It's drawn well enough. Uh, 15 bucks, I'm happy to entertain that. And one that I wouldn't mind, or actually Maltai also comes out of that kind of form line as well. And then one that I don't mind at a really true price at 23 is not quite the 101 that Tommy said, but 23s is Trumbull. I think Trumbull, you know, wet track, fresh record, proper, you know, loves it. It's been a good time since we've seen it. I think it ran last in July or August, somewhere in the middle of winter last year. Uh, if it is fully back to its its best, if it's fit as the stable reckons it is, I, I mean, at 23s, you could definitely have a little spec on it. But, yeah, I, I think Gravina is the bet. I think just the bottom, rock bottom weight, 
53 kilos. Yeah. Uh, Gravina 350. Yeah, I'll take that right now. And then a little bit of speaking on split decks for me. All right. Up to the last. And a favorite is Tuxu. So Tuxu, great win. Last start at Rose Hill. Uh, $2.90 was three ten. Rustic Steel looks like it's going to go around here. It was scratching the previous at three forty. We go straight to ten bucks for Daj Run is also here at uh, ten bucks. Astero's at fourteen. Poetic Charmer, Matawa, Tuckpay, Elias, Mar and Pa. They're all there. There's a bunch there. So Tuxa was really good. Tommy um, obviously had a couple of wins in the heavy. Really good win last start beating Matawa Tuckpay as well. Mate, you're on it. I, I was on it. Um, and you thought coming into the home straight, it's just done way too much. He had had Mar and Par up there. Matawa Tuckpay wasn't too far behind it. And he thought, how is this thing going to run on? And it just kept going. It's going to get to the front again. It's got barrier one. So, like, I've got to say, it, it maps pretty well, I think. But, again, there's a lot of things going to be um, pestering it for the lead. You've got, um, as I said, Mom, Pa, and even Matau Takbe might be a bit handy. And then it could set it up for a few swoopers. And uh, Rustic Steel showed it, it it's the real deal um, at Newcastle last start. And he'll be uh, looking to have a really good run before the um, provincial championships in two weeks. So, yeah, it's an interesting race between the two of them there. I think I've got to take Taksu because it was just so good. One I will say, I, I didn't think it finished too bad, was new arrangement behind it. A few horses that decide not to let um, Taksu out of its sight and really push forward. I think you could set up something uh, like new arrangement at $31. I think that's a massive price each way for new arrangement. But, yeah, I, I think Taksu, after its last start, was um, just going strength to strength. Bloody good. Taksu was the last leg of a multi. I'll let you all ride last time. Coey, you with? I'm definitely with, and I, I I genuinely think it's just the best for the for the day. Um, I don't think it has to lead, Tommy. I I reckon it could sit behind the leader. I just think it just it loves the wet. So I think whoever wants to lead, I reckon it could genuinely hand up and just sit behind them. I think they could be a little bit frantic, like you said. So <clears throat> all things being fair, I think if it runs anything like last start, I think it just wins. Um, I haven't really looked. I mean, yeah, like you mentioned, um, the Chris Lee's horse that's gone to the provincial midway, genuine chance as well. But the way that Taxu went through the ground last start, I think, you know, if it is behind leaders back, I think it'll just peel out and just wave him goodbye at the top of the straight and that's it. I'd just be snapping the price up right now. I reckon it'll shorten. Brilliant. All right. Take it, take it. Tuxu. Tuxu, all right, that is a 10 of the best. I know it's Mornington on Saturday and we got some Queensland racing. Do you guys care about either of those or are we going straight into a multi? I think um, Crystal Pegasus looks uh, to keep going pretty strong in Melbourne in the Mornington Cup. Um, got a few decent ones in Defibrillate, Sacramento, Pondus, but Crystal Pegasus is going really well at the moment and I think $2.70 you're getting... Um, isn't a bad price. I haven't really looked too much around that. I know we've got a Group 1 Friday night that looks uh, pretty good with uh, Marabi at $1.70. Yeah, it's pretty short though, isn't it? $1.70? Yeah, I know Marabi's short. enormous. Yeah. This is the William Reed at Mooney Valley. So we can have a look. Like, so Marabi's $1.70, but then you go straight out to double figures where you've got the Astrologist, the Inferno, Kemal Pasa. Even September Run is still going around. Generation is there. Jonker. Is Marabi just free money in this sort of race? Up the front, just go for it. Uh, Valley, Coe and I saw it win at the Valley uh, what, in January, and it looked very good there. Um, I know the Astrologist and the Inferno are 
some pretty good horses though. And same with Shonker was really impressive. It's one trip to the Valley, but I think uh, Marabi looks really strong there. Koi Marabi? Well, <laughs> I have to agree. Like it's just, it's the most informed horse. It's the best horse in this field. Like, I'd suspect that, you know, connections are probably looking to snap up an easy group one. And this just seems like it very much could be. Um, I like the astrologist. I like standout in the past trekking. It's probably past this time. September runs drawn wide. Jonk has drawn the car park. Like everything points to the middle alley, Mirabi, probably crossing. It can sit anywhere, I reckon. It doesn't have to lead. It's got enough turn of foot to just whiz past all this. I know it's a short straight, obviously, at Mooney Valley, as we're all familiar, but uh, I, it, class just yeah. speaks volume in this, and I, I think it just wins. A dollar seventy is probably the right price. It might go into some bloody good company. I'm pretty sure Mask Crusader won it last year. Loving Gabby, Sunlight, Flamberge, Spirit of Boom, Black Caviar's won it a couple of times, Apache Cats won it a couple of times, Miss Andretti. There's some fucking good horses that have won this. Couldn't agree more. Um... All right, let's let's uh, let's figure out a multi, eh? All right, um, multi. Some sickening bets last week. I know that Tommy had a multi going for two grand. The only thing that lost was very elegant at twenty. Sorry to remind you on that, Tommy, but I had something similar with one in the slipper. But this week, our multi, I am going to go balls deep on Hinged. Hinged is $4.20 in race eight at Rose Hill. I like it. I think it's good. I think it can win the binary. $4.20 are the best. Coey, your leg? I'm um, happy to stick my best on um, uh, Taksu in the lucky last. Taksu, Koa and uh, Thomas? Yeah, mate. Uh, let's go Gravina. I think in the penultimate race at Rose Hill, good running behind Shelby last start. So let's continue the Shelby good luck. We haven't seen her not run in a week. So let's ride aboard Gravina. Gravina to beat the fake favourite in Maltai. And we're actually chucking in a fourth leg that we all agree on on uh Marabi to win tomorrow night at Mooney Valley on Friday night. If that loses, we'll be re-going again on the same multi for Saturday in case that loses. But if those four horses, <laughs> you get them all up, you're getting 75 to 1. So not bad. Not bad at all. So, all right, that is about 6.30 on a Thursday evening. Thomas, I believe you're going to the soccer tonight, which I didn't even know it was go- was on. Yeah, mate, about to take off now. Let's hopefully see the Aussies get up. Oh, Kohai, who are you going for? Uh, you the know, Japs? I, I can bat for both teams in this one. Yeah, you know, like it, I can't lose. <laughs> Go the draw. All right, boys. Thank you. Go the Sharks tonight as well. I'm balls deep on the Sharks with a few melties. Manly going to have a win soon or back with the spoon? Do you want to beg your pardon, Thomas? <laughs> All right. No eagle rock. Enjoy, boys. Yeah, <laughs> Talk See to you later. later.